What's up, beautiful people? If you're listening to this, you are fucking gorgeous. It is your boy, Marcus Short, back at you again for the fourth installment of the Dramedy Show. In the future, there will be some introduction music, but today ain't that day. I got some shit I got to get off my chest. I got some hot fire. I got to spit. I'm coming in spicy. I'm coming in hot today, all right? So let's get things started. Um, I know everybody's been seeing videos and these crazy pictures of uh, some of the fires that are that have been going on um, in California. You know, uh, I live in Los Angeles. I believe the majority of these fires are taking place in Santa Ana. That's not Los Angeles. It's it's a considerable amount of um, of miles away. Um, yet my family members keep sending me texts and, and calling me, asking me, am I okay? Have I been affected by the fires? Am I all right? Which I reply, I'm dead. Of course, I'm dead. And what they respond to is what, what they respond with is my business. Um, listen, so you, yeah, so you see the pictures of the fires. I know it's all over the news. The world's going to end pretty soon. And I say that to say this. If you are between the age of 20, if you're out of college and you're not 30 yet, and you're not in the process or already doing what it is that you absolutely love in some shape, form, or fashion, then what the fuck are you doing? Like I said, the world might be ending soon, okay? You better be doing what it is that you love. How dare you be going to a job every day that you can't stand, that makes you upset if you're not 30 yet? Now, this does not apply to people that have kids you know if you're under 30 if you fit into this category you have kids then by all means you gotta provide you know if you're a guy and you got a wife that you gotta provide for nobody told you to get married um if you're a woman god forbid and you're providing for the guy um I don't even know what to say to that. Um, so all I got to say is if you're not doing what you love to do, what the fuck are you doing? What are you trying to do? You're trying to make some money. You're trying to impress your friends. You're trying to get a fat whip in your fucking twenties. You're, you're afraid to, you're afraid to fail a little bit. You don't realize how obnoxiously young you are. You're afraid to fail a little bit during your twenties. Huh? This is the perfect time to be fucking up. What are you afraid of? You're afraid of um embarrassing your parents? You're in your fucking mid-twenties. This is the only time where you can fuck up. Sure, chasing your dreams, there's not a lot of money in it in the beginning, but if you if you dedicate countless hours to perfecting what it is that you love in your 20s, then by your 30s, dude, unless you fucking suck, 
you're gonna be making guap. You gotta, you got to not be afraid of the obstacles that come with chasing your dreams. Period. But if you're in your mid twenties and you're not doing what you love, like, and you're single, this might not be the podcast for you. But if you're thinking about making that change, if you're not doing that already, then by all means, keep listening. And what really chaps my ass, I mean, like, like I said, I moved to, I'm out here by myself, dude. I remember, I remember I would get lectures from like, uh, family friend members type thingies and like relatives saying, Oh, you got to get a stable job. You got to do this. You got to do that. So what? So what? I can end up. So what? So, so I can, so I can end up like you with all due respect. My, my question now, I'm always, I was always respectful. You know, I could, I'll just, I'll just listen and I'll kind of just tune out and I'll be like, Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. 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 You know, I got my, but I always have to ask myself, does this person that's trying to lecture me, do they have a private jet or do they, um, I mean, do they fly private? Do they have a yacht? Do they drive a Ferrari or Lamborghini? Do they have three houses? If not, then I take what they say with not even a grain of salt. A grain is too much. A molecular, a molecular fraction of a grain of salt is what I take into consideration when I'm listening to the, this fear-based lecture that I was always subject to. And people will respect that whether or not they voice it. People always, people will always eventually start respecting your drive and desire. I don't listen to, I don't listen. I can't listen. I mean, why would you take, if you're trying to get to the pros, if you're trying to be a professional basketball player, why would you listen to somebody who stopped playing basketball after high school? They didn't even make it to like college, uh, collegiate level basketball. So if I'm, if I'm trying to back up the fucking Brinks truck off of acting and entertainment endeavors, why would I listen to somebody that goes to an office every day? Now, no disrespect to anybody who goes to an office every day. That is for a lot of people. But it's not for me. So tying back into doing what it is that you want to do, I believe that if what you want to do is outside of the box, don't listen to somebody that hasn't excelled in a, an area in life that's considered outside the box. And I, and I mentioned all these, I mentioned material possessions. That's not important to everybody. That's not really even important to me, but I do know that the type of work that I'm into, that just so happens to be the fruits of that type of labor. And when your hard work in uh, a field such as entertainment starts to pay off, 
You start backing up Brinks trucks into your fucking garage. So who I listen to is I listen to moguls, moguls, whether it be entertainment or business, people that didn't take the regular path and people that want to excel in things that are outside of the box. Stop listening to your relatives that may have given up on their dreams. Stop listening to your teachers, your professors who have no experience with the thing or with whatever it is that you're interested in that they might uh, they might project their insecurities onto you but in the meantime if they see an entertainer or a public figure out in public they'll be the first person a fan man or fan woman out and then in the same breath tell you that that it's unattain that it's unattainable don't listen to them listen to moguls listen to um I listen to people like Richard Branson, Christopher Gardner, Gary Vanderchuk, uh, Jay-Z. I listen to people that were insanely dedicated to their vision and never, ever allowed any type of dissent to sway them from the course that they knew, that they, that they, um, always believed was for them. Cause when you have a vision inside your head, it's not, anybody else's vision it's your vision so be very mindful of what and who you allow to um, nurture that vision but I will say this like I said it's not for everybody chasing your dreams is not for everybody some people some people are just meant to just keep dreams is dreams and then go on start a family and uh, we need people like that not everybody can be in the 50 million dollar up club in their 30s and 40s there's just not enough money for that that would be a boring world but all I'm saying is if you don't have if you don't have demons if you don't have a healthy level of narcissism if you don't have Listen, if you don't have demons and you don't have a healthy level of narcissism, then you might not possess the emotional agility that comes with that, that is required to have the type of drive that can get you through the ups and downs of chasing your dreams. Because this shit is no joke. You will get knocked down and it's necessary so you can appreciate when things and all your wildest dreams do come true. So you can maintain a level head and never forget where you came from. I mean, I don't think a lot of, uh, and I'm always so taken back by how uh, the, the the obscene lack of knowledge that people have when it comes to the, the stories of other um, pivotal figures throughout history of like the the level of mastery that it takes and it and it's usually going to be in your 20s and sometimes for some people early early 30s some people don't even make it into their 40s especially with, when it comes to business and stuff like that entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurialism you're going to have to have some emotional agility to um take on or to sorry to pursue the path of um struggling in your 20s just to be a master in whatever it is that you pursue by the times you're by the time your 30s and 40s come 
Nothing, nobody can take that from you. Your struggles in your 20s and your endless beating on your craft day by day, going through the ups and downs. You will live a life of abundance if you just don't give up. And you're going to fuck up your serotonin levels if you're in your 20s and you're going to a job that um you hate. I mean, I remember back like the I, I stayed in Indiana for a year after college. And I had my apartment and I was, you know, like I had no job. I think my lights were damn near cut off. <laughs> and all my friends with good jobs, they would come over to my fucking apartment <laughs> after work. It was like sometimes I'd be out and they like they'd be at my doorstep by like 5:30 with <laughs> so much liquor because they were so depressed and I, I gave them a sense of joy because I was just doing my own thing. I was doing little commercials here and there. I was working for a motivational speaking company, but I had quit even the motivational speaking company because it's just something that I didn't want to do. I just wanted to like just do acting stuff and uh and that, and that, I, I think a lot of people can attest to that. Like having a, um, good job in your twenties or, or whatever stage you're, whatever age you're at is not going to bring you happiness. I'm happy as shit. I do exactly what I want to do every single day, but I digress. I'm going into the next topic here. What I, what I got written down. Oh, dude. Okay. So like, you know, this comedian shit is so one of the perks of, spending time doing comedy um, is I don't got to work out. I don't got to work out anymore. I get to eat whatever I want. I don't got to have rock hard pecs anymore. All the people that I see that are the funniest from doing comedy over the last few weeks ain't in such good shape. Wait a second, my phone is ready. Holy shit. Okay. What the fuck? All right. So I thought that when I put my phone on do not disturb that that meant that no fucking calls could get through. But I guess not. I guess that's not what that means, huh? I can't put the thing on airplane mode. Then it, it wouldn't like be able to like process after the end of it. Oh my goodness. I hope that that whatever. Here we go. So yeah. So like I was all excited. Not working out, but dude, I'm not going to lie, man. That is so depressing, not working out. I can't do it, man. I've been working out since I was like, I think like in, I think I started lifting weights in seventh grade, man. I was an elite wrestler, okay? I have to stay active or else I get like a little sad. I become a little sad boy. And I have mild scoliosis from wrestling. So I have to, I have to like, my spine has to be active. Like I have to deadlift. I have to squat. I have to do power lifts or, or else I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like my, my, uh, like my posture isn't right. And bad posture equals bad mood for me. So I'm going to try to not work out as much as I can, <laughs> but it's so, it's so addictive. For, I went three weeks without working out. Okay, let's get into some shit. Okay, black people, we took a fucking L this week. All right? We got to do better. 
I'm kind of joking, but I'm referring to the incident involving uh, the 11 year old boy, Keaton Jones. He went viral over the weekend after explaining to his mother how he'd been bullied at school. Now, my heart goes out to the little nigga, you know, <laughs> you know, and bullying is bullying is a terrible experience um, that no kid should have to go through that shit. Like bullying is beyond me. I, I don't know how that shit is still around. That shit should have been left in the 90s, you know. But um, his mother took a video of him explaining like how he had been bullying, and uh, it was very sad. It was very heartfelt. However, over the weekend, countless black athletes and entertainers had been reposting his video and speaking out with passion on the matter. Fair play to them. But in the last few hours, actually, the story has developed even further. And it turns out that Kimberly Jones, the boy's mother, and family all together over the years have shown nothing but support to ultra conservative and white supremacy values. There's been photos all over the place. Of uh, Kimberly, that's his mom, and her husband holding uh, Confederate flags, holding guns and shit. Now, does that make you racist? I don't know. You know, I'm from Indiana. Like, I've, you know, even the rednecks that I've partied with and shit like that, they didn't, they, like, the Confederate flag was not really, like, part of the equation i guess that that might be a southern thing you know if you're if you're if you're like a white family from the south and there's no black people around you and like you're just you know taking pictures with confederate flag holding guns doing a bunch of redneck shit i, I guess that's cute for and just ignorant because you don't like really have black neighbors and shit to call you out if they would call you out you know um I don't know. I don't, that's kind of tricky, but what makes things problematic in my opinion is, um, people were like resurfacing some of her, uh, I guess Facebook posts of her spewing hatred towards the very same black athletes that were supporting her and her son about them kneeling during the national anthem in support of Black Lives Matter and, um, the unjust, um, rulings of black uh sorry black uh, teenagers being killed by white police officers um that's where the fucking problem really comes in give me one second here but i digress but the real issue here is that the bitch set up a gofundme account after after like the video started gaining attention. Hey, what's that for? The boy wasn't hospitalized to anybody's knowledge, right? Well, the GoFundMe garnered 58 fucking thousand dollars, 58K. For what? You know, but the count has abruptly been 
put on hold since the backlash and the racist undertone surrounding the boy's relatives. There's been a lot of backlash. And um and one thing that really stuck out to me was uh Joe Schilling, uh, a professional kickboxer, a living legend, by the way, I've trained at his gym. Um in uh here in here in Los Angeles in Koreatown, the yard. Amazing kickboxing gym. If you're ever in LA, definitely check it out. Well, he, Joe Schilling actually reached out to the boy's family and invited him and his family to LA and um to travel with him to a uh kickboxing match that he had over the weekend. And you know, um and have him there sitting uh ringside and all that stuff. Uh everything was going well until he noticed that she had a GoFundMe account. Um now Joe Schilling is white and and he uh he didn't like the response that she that or that he got from her and uh I'm quoting a screenshot that he had of um their interaction him and him and the mother's interaction um through Instagram direct message after he asked her what the uh GoFundMe account exactly was for so here's the uh, message is quoted the mother says I'm sorry if you think that mister this is an opportunity for my son I'm poor I'm not rich and I uh, this is Joe uh, Joe Schilling's response he says this is an opportunity for you not your son you are using his pain as a platform I'm no longer interested I'm, I'm no longer I'm I, I, sorry I do not wish to be involved any longer. Shame on you. And what she responded. What happened to us whites sticking together and helping one another against the predator? Huh? In which he uh, flipped out, called her a cunt and said, I got your viral video for you. And he made a response video and the shit did go viral and it was talking about how he just um came to the conclusion that she was just in it for the money um or th that she was using uh the the boys uh outcry um for money and um <laughs> and that's just a lesson be wary of anybody starting a gofundme account around the holidays be i'll say it again be wary of anybody don't be stupid be wary of anybody starting a GoFundMe account during the holidays. Now, this lady cashed out. I mean, 58K, not too shabby. So, um, I, I mean, yeah, she signed off on that shit. She ended it. But, um, you know, that's, that's her money and, um, get your money. But, uh, I don't think you'll be able to fool people twice and, uh, your, your reputation. Not in your community, I'm sure, but, uh, you know, uh, hopefully your son can get over this. Uh, you know, this might follow him. This might have an impact on his, uh, his life as he gets older and stuff. Uh, I don't know if this is going to stop him from getting bullied anymore. I think it might have hindered any, um, hindered any positive reaction that was going to come out of this. I don't know, 
but yeah, dude. <sighs> I got some new books. <laughs> I got some new books today. That's my new shit. I'm going to start reading a lot more books. Let's go on out. Let's go on dates. More books. You feel me? Check it out. Now, I have to practice what, I, what I'm preaching over here. I'm in a very, I'm in a very uh, good position. I do exactly what I want to do every single day. I have no responsibilities pretty much when it comes to uh, having to provide for a wife, a long-term girlfriend, or a child. There's nothing wrong with having a child. Uh, I believe, I mean, when the time is right, maybe I'll have a child, hopefully a son. Um, and, um, and I'll, and I'll be, I'll be a great father, I believe, but I won't be able to do that. I won't be able to do that in my mid twenties because I got a hustle right now. So that's why I'm saying more books, more self knowledge, less women for the time being, you know, I had a crazy run in college between my junior and senior year i've probably never mind i probably fucked more okay but check me out like i said i should have eight babies but listen all that doesn't matter because i'm trying like i said i'm trying to master my craft have i'm, I'm being selfish right now i'm in a good position i have nothing to work i have no like kids I'm not trying to go on dates. I'm not trying to get a girl knocked up. I'm trying to back up the fucking Brinks truck. I'm trying to fuck the global currency up with the money that I got coming for me. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I got a secret. I can't keep it any longer. I'm Bitcoin. That's right, bitch. I'm Bitcoin. Because I'm trying to fuck shit up. Because in a few years... 20 to uh, 2022 to 2024 ish. I'm fucking shit up. If not, then then earlier. But I digress. <sighs> I've noticed something um, since I've been focusing solely on comedy over the last two weeks. I've been I've been literally getting directly booked, meaning no audition necessary. I'm getting booked for roles um, just based off of my headshot and my acting reel. My acting reel is fucking disgustingly sick in a good way. You can go check that out on YouTube. It's called if you, if you just type in Marcus Short Acting Reel. That's R E E L. Marcus Short Acting Reel. I'm a monster. All right. Now, I, the acting reel's been up there all year, been a monster all year, but motherfuckers been sleeping on me. And maybe that was just to get me to shift my gears towards comedy because, because um, let's be honest, <laughs> never mind. Um, so, but I say that to say this. So, ironically, I've been getting directly booked i mean last week i did a uh this this is a small part last week i did a um a scene for a usc production it was uh for a music video um 
it was super cool. I met some amazing people there that I hope to keep in touch with throughout my career. And, um, and I hope to grow with some of the actors that I met. Um, I know they're going to do amazing things. I met some really cool people. Um, and then I already got booked for, for a, uh, another music video scene. It's going to be like a pool party thing. And I got like a nice part in it. It's going to, I'm shooting, uh, the first part this Friday. And then, uh, I'm shooting another part of it like four days later. So all I know is the 15th and the 19th. So whichever day is 19th. And then I got something lined up two weeks after that. And all this happened like within the last seven days. So I'm saying this acting is acting is kind of being like how women used to treat me in high school. You know, when I focus my attention to another girl, then they want to come. They want to be all up in my face. Well, I'll do what I did in high school. I'll fuck both of them at the same time. You hear me? I can. I know how to juggle. So that's what I'll do. Acting during the day, comedy at night. You feel me? Shit. Oh, man. Oh, okay. I'll leave, I'll leave it off. All right. So I'll leave it off with this kind of, um, we're approaching 30 minutes right now. I'm going to try to bump it up 10 minutes each every, uh, sorry, each episode until we get to like a cool hour to hour and 20. That's like the sweet spot that I'm trying to aim for. So we'll, we'll kind of just try to, you know, go up in 10 minute increments and whatnot. Um, I got something that's on my chest. Uh, I got to get off my chest. Look, man, I'm not going to lie, man. My presence on Google is pathetic these days. For reasons I know not why. I mean, I've made and been featured in hundreds of YouTube videos. And I've garnered, uh, if not hundreds, but definitely tens and millions of views on the app called Vine over the years. And I was getting some respect on my name when it comes to Google. Like, you know, over the last couple years. But son of a fucking bitch, somebody with my name, Marcus Short, committed a fucking murder. And I can't compete with that. And the nigga was ugly as fuck, too. Looks like a, he looked like a fucking alien from Men in Black. I, I kid you not, you could look it up right now. It's the first thing that comes up on, like, in the news or, like, in the web section. Now, I, I, I gotta, my pictures are slowly coming back up to, like, this is important to me, okay? Like, my pictures are starting, are starting to, like, um, my face is slowly starting to be dominant again. But, like, yeah, the motherfucker looks like an alien. At least look like me. So I can fucking like uh, flip it and get some clout tokens in the hood. You feel me? But no, this is, it's clearly not me. And he's, he's hogging up. He, I mean, he's in jail. Motherfucker committed a murder. I can't compete with that. So like, I mean, like I made hundreds of videos. He kills one person. It ruins years and years of my hard work. You know what I got to do, right? I got to blow somebody's fucking head off. So I'm 100% kidding when I say this. 
uh, allegedly, um, I'm, I gotta find somebody who's willing to commit suicide. And then I'm going to, uh, get in touch with them. And I'm gonna stage a fucking robbery so they don't have to kill themselves. If you're trying to commit suicide, listen, don't kill yourself. Let's stage a robbery. I'm going to be the hero. I'm gonna shoot you in the fucking head. And I'm gonna look like a fucking hero. And then you, we both win. I get my name, um, back on top of my Google search. And you get to die. But here's the thing. Whoever is gonna be, who, who, the other person in this elaborate plan of mine has to be black. Because if they're white, then I'll just be a fucking murderer. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all I got. Um, dates, 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 comedy dates. Um, tomorrow, uh, December 12th, I'll be at the Chaplin Building um, on the rooftop, baby, doing comedy. Um, you can get in for free. Just um, Instagram me for details. Uh, that's Marcus the Dramedy, M-A-R-C-U-S-T-H-E-D-R-A-M-E-D-Y. Message me for details. Um, Wednesday, December 13th, I'm going to be at the Clown House in downtown Los Angeles. I believe the address is 334 West Pico. Um, I'll be there at 8 or uh, from uh, sometime between. Uh, just get there at 8 if you're coming. Uh, same with the Chaplin building tomorrow. And then um, to be announced for Thursday... Um, I'll be having updates on my Instagram Friday. I'm doing some acting. So, uh, no stand up on Friday, Saturday, Sunday also to be announced. And then, and then on January 16th, I got a big show at the dime bar. Um, that starts at eight o'clock. Be there at seven 30, uh, two drink minimum. You can get in for free. Hit me up for details. Uh, shout out to shout out to Adam Hunter for putting me on the lineup, baby. Um, this is my first. This would be like one of my first uh, bigger shows. There, there's uh, always uh, special guests that um, come through. You might see some some huge comics in there that I'll be um, in a sense opening for, and I'll be opening for Adam Hunter. I'll be a part of the lineup. This is a big deal if I do good could open up some other cool comedy opportunities for me. That's January 16th. Uh, Instagram me for details. If you live in LA, the fourth installment of the dramedy show is in the books. Um, I need you to follow me on Instagram though. Uh, Marcus, the dramedy, um, bringing you drama and comedy till next time. Peace out.